Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, it's the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. What's going on? You're so nice. This is Justin Alexio. Man. Let's do this. You feeling good? <laughs> I'm feeling good. I uh it was uh my birthday yesterday. Oh shizzle. Yeah. You spent it in LA. I did spend it in LA. I usually don't. I'm usually back in in Kansas by now, but I was like, Nope, an opportunity <laughs> might happen. Which it did. Which it did. I had a callback for a Carl's Jr. commercial, but Jeremiah's a little sad right now because <laughs> he did not get a phone call for that what avail. <laughs> so it's official, guys. I can't book anything for the rest of this year. <laughs> oh man, I'm 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 holding on to the hope that I'll get a straight to call back this week and then get on avail and book it before the year's over. I mean, that would be crazy dope, but I can't I can't count those chickens. <laughs> I just can't. I've accepted that I'm not going to get anything else the rest of this year because I didn't get the phone call today, guys. It's okay. But had a good week, though, man. That's good. Had a good birthday. Good. It was pretty chill, pretty what, relaxed. What did you do with your lady? Dude, Maya was amazing, and uh, she we just watched like a bunch of movies and spoiled me with food, and she got me a record player. For my birthday. It is a dope record player. It's like a new record player. Yeah, it's like a new but vintage looking record player. And it's pretty cool. I played Steve Martin's Let's Get Small last night. I listened to that before I went out. And then I've got some other ones to listen to, like uh, like a Best of Johnny Carson. There's a Bill Cosby. And uh, yeah. When you listen to the Bill Cosby, did you think about all the controversy? Are you able to separate the comedy? I, ha- I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, no. I'll be able to, s- to separate it. I mean, I think. I mean, if you're looking, it's it's hard because I mean his his pieces of work are still going to be great pieces of work. Yeah, but you're just going to have to go in separating the two. Like this is a character that he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> the real guy maybe, you know, did some bad stuff. I mean, I guess like people I don't know. I don't think there's some people who that are gonna boycott it completely, like, I don't wanna listen to that anymore. I don't think Michael Jackson molested those kids. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, I don't hate people that do. I personally don't think he did. But back when I did think he did and I had to listen to his I've always loved his music, I'd just be like I just I was able to block it out. I was just like, you know what? This is him dancing and stuff. I can like music and not like the person, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's something ethically wrong with that. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like that's what people are going to do with Bill Cosby. They're either going to listen to his records like that, like separate it. Like, no, no, no. He's such a good comedian. Yeah. I mean, I can honestly say I hate Chris Brown as a person. I think what he did to Rihanna was horrible. And I think the way he conducts himself is a piece of trash. But I fucking like his music. <laughs> See, if he can hit a number one single after all that, there you go. Dude, yeah. I mean, it's just like the stories where he smashed. He threw a, his mom called him out for being a a bad boy, like a, a mean person, and he threw a rock in her fucking window, her wow. car window. I was like, 
All right. That's the kind of dude this guy is. Yeah. But I sing, these hoes ain't loyal. I love that song. Oh, yeah, you like that song? I do. It's okay. It's not my favorite Chris Brown song. Chris Brown's got a bunch of old classics, too. Yeah. Like, run it. You'll run it. Run it. on the floor. If he ain't, let me know. Dude, he was this. Can you imagine being that famous when you're 16? I can't even. I was so dumb when I was 16. And then having unlimited money and power. I can have you saying things. To have you saying I can't be 16. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lyric from when he was 16. Who do you think was better at 16? Bieber or, or Chris Brown? I'm going to say Chris Brown. Because he could fucking the, dance. The quality of... Uh, the quality? Yeah. I'll say Chris Brown at, at 16. But... Justin Bieber is technically way bigger That's than Chris Brown. Like, way, way bigger. Yeah. Because by the time he hit 16, he already had a few years in fame. Chris Brown was coming up. Wasn't he coming up around 16? Yeah. Yeah. That Justin is. Bieber had already come up by 14, I think, or 15. Like, he was already a world phenomenon. Like, yeah. his... his, uh, his his YouTube videos had gone viral, and he'd been on talk shows, and he already had music videos out. You know what they say? Do you agree with this? That They say the reason why he's so big is the same reason why Eminem got so big. It's white people doing black people music, making it accessible, more accessible to white people. And that's why Elvis was so big. That's the argument. Really? Yeah, because he stole the, the hip jiving and all that stuff. And we got to do some black people comedy, man. <laughs> you could just steal it, <laughs> become big. Right? <laughs> do the oh hell nahs. <laughs> I mean, I'm not black, but I'm 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 close enough. I would say that I'm more of an urban comic than you are. Yeah. <laughs> just just because just because I do a lot of act outs and I'm very energetic on stage yeah, and that's stereotypically a, a, a trait of an urban club. The urban clubs. Yeah. You do well at urban clubs though, right? I do. Yeah. 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 I uh, But I just do I do me and I'm not trying to like that's what they hate is when you're like trying to be something else. Oh, uh, dude, I've seen white guys at black clubs go up there. What's up, dogs? Like Oh you know yeah, what I mean? like yeah. that's that's what people really hate is whenever it's clear. Or even if you go to Texas or somewhere and you're like, "Howdy, y'all!" They're gonna hate you because they know that you're not being yourself and that you're trying to tailor your set to them. You know what's crazy? One time I saw a black club. One time is that there was like a kind of like Andrew Dice Clay, Bill Burr, like very outrageous kind of comic. Yeah, went on stage like we'll say whatever he wants. He said the N word. In a way that it was true to his act and like whatever, and the crowd didn't, they were like accepted it, they laughed at his joke. And then the next white comic that went up tried to say the N word, but it, it was not, you could it, tell. Yeah, it's not part of his. Part of his, who he was, dude, the crowd fucking went crazy on him. Oh, <laughs> it man. Was so funny. Dude, he, he, he literally, after he said that, 15 seconds after he had to walk off stage, people started screaming at him. Some people threw stuff. Oh, like, I love to, love to see that. <laughs> it was just crazy, the two different people and the way they used it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I hear you. Did you have a good week? I did have a good week. I went to Phoenix for some fucking pictures, yeah. I guess. Took a family portrait. Uh, there was some controversy over it, though. Because my brother, who was married, his him he doesn't have a kid, but they treat his dog like a kid. Mm -hmm. So he brought, his wife wanted to bring Gunner 
It's the name of the dog to the family pictures. Yeah. So I dressed him in a Santa thing, and my mom didn't want Gunner in the picture. And there's a little bit of controversy over that. I was like, Jesus Christ, I live in the suburbs. <laughs> this is the top of the argument list right now? Come on. I did watch their dog, though, when they went home, and that dog did not. It was just crying all night. And then what else happened? And then my car. Guys, the car that I've talked about all year long really fucked me. <laughs> we got there, and uh, they were like, yeah, you got to change the timing belt, which, if you don't know, you had to take apart a lot of shit deep into the engine. And then uh, I found out my, then my car just wouldn't steer. Could not move the steering wheel. Power steering pump went out, so my brother had to fix all that shit. So thank God he did, though. Big thank you to Justin's brother. Yeah, Jason. Get him back safe to L.A., making it possible for him to continue being a comedian and actor. I literally, there was that moment where I was like, if my car is too far gone, I will go without my car in L.A. I will not move back here. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so I was like, I was, dude, I actually was looking up Greyhound fucking tickets. I was like, that's scary. <laughs> it was really scary. <laughs> My car's back to life, guys. 181,000 miles yeah, on it. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> so you had a decent weekend overall because you had got stuff fixed, saw family. Would you say it's a good weekend? I would say, yeah, it was a good, good weekend. What did you end up, uh, did you do anything uh, in the week before that? Any shows or anything you want to talk about on like Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I had some shows. Um, nothing too outrageous except I almost got in that fight with a security guy, which I told you about. You but, should tell uh, it on this podcast. It's, it's a decent story. Well, I was walking outside. I had a show on the boulevard, and I was walking back to my car because I'm not paying for validated parking. And then uh, it was raining. So then I was like, all right. I had because they gave me free drinks. And then I was like, all right, I can't drive right now. I have my friend come pick me up. I'll get in my car later. So I'm waiting under this tree. Because it's raining. It's the biggest storm of the year. And then um, security guard comes over. Is like, you can't stand in this tree. This is private property. I was like, well, I'm five feet away from the sidewalk, sir. I was like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Shouldn't have, you know, I escalated it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. I was like, get the fuck out of my face. And then he's like, I'm going to mace you. And then I told him if he maced me, I'm going to fucking punch him in his stupid fucking face. I was getting hyped up at this point. Yeah, sounds like. So then right as I'm getting hyped up, dude, I'm like, I'm uh, I'm literally pumping, fist pumping my chest. <laughs> like I was getting crazy. Wolf of Wall Street style? Dude, no, I mean, way <laughs> more. <laughs> that's more fun. I was like, don't you fucking touch me. And then my friend gets, so then I'm like, all right. I had that moment Claire was like, all right, this guy, I, sh- I can't fight him. He probably does have mace. I'm going to get arrested for assault. So I start getting in the car, but then I was like, but fuck this motherfucker. So I'm just fist pumping and screaming at this guy in my friend's car. And, the, and there was a girl that picked me up, and she was, I was scaring her. And then I was like, just drive. So that was, that was my night. And I realized, I thought of Jeremiah came. I was like, maybe I do have an anger problem when I get challenged <laughs> with authority. But I don't know. I feel like I only it's only when I get challenged. I'm not generally a mean person though, Jeremiah. I know. I know. You've never seen me get crazy. You've also never, you know. I don't think so. I you don't, don't try and submit me though. That's what I don't like. Yeah. Like if you I come over and you'd be like, clean up this shit, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. I've seen you get like that before. But 
not like really escalated or anything like that. But wow. never to me. It was always like to Peter Banerjee's ears or somebody else. Well, I have not. People say I was mean to Peter. I don't. I was. <laughs> I was joking that Peter. I was joking that night when we did the Hot Box podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. I had a really cool show that I ended up doing on Wednesday. There was Hilarity for Charity at the Lyric. And it's Seth Rogen's charity for Alzheimer's. Uh, he was not there, but it's it's his charity. And uh, Nick Swartzen was there, and Andy Kindler was there. And it was a lot of fun. It sold out. I had a fun set. And I found out later that the booker for Conan was in the audience. So... Maybe he at least knows I exist, and I guess there's some other industry and stuff like that there, and I was really happy with my set, so I was like, all right, I cool. do on that set. You know, you know the booker? Yeah. He'd seen me some at the, the comedy store and stuff like that. Nice. And Thursday, did a stand-up on the spot, my improvised stand-up show, and Joe Rogan came by, and dude, he had a freaking great set, and uh, we talked later, and, and he uh, is going to try to like work it into his act, like one of the bits that he improvised, and it was super, super funny, and that was that was pretty dope. Just <laughs> him, uh, he'd done mm, the podcast version of the show out in Pasadena, Pasadena Thunder Pussy, but he had never done the original show here in Hollywood, so it was cool to have him by that. And we did uh, our Toys for Tots edition of the show, and we got a decent amount of toys. Actually, it was pretty cool. It was like a box and a half of toys that we gave to kids that were about a little above waist high on me. So they're pretty big boxes. And yeah, the Marines came by and picked them up and said a few words and then took them after they watched the show. That's awesome. Uh, I don't know if I told you this. I finally got an update on I Lived. Okay. Did I tell you about that yet? No. Okay. So guys, I mentioned quite a while ago on this podcast, uh, I shot a... Like a, a thriller, horror thriller, independent movie. Now, which let me tell you, I've seen and it is good. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, oh wait, was I not supposed to say that? Probably right? not. But I'm sorry. I just that's we, okay. We can I, edit it out. Nah, I mean, <laughs> I just I have a screen. I basically have a screener. I said it. I was like, fuck. I have a screener. <laughs> I mean, it's good press. Uh, <laughs> you're not saying anything other than it's good. So, I have a screener basically. Like a link, and I I showed Justin. <laughs> probably wasn't supposed to, but it's all good. It's been forever since it's come out, so there you go, producers. If you hear this podcast, I had to show somebody. Uh, so the update on it is basically that it's going to. The goal is it for that it's supposed to come out in April, okay, of 2015. That That's it will close. go. To, yeah, it's not too far away, actually. That it will go to video on demand, uh, and that it will hit a few theaters in Los Angeles, and depending on how it does, will depend on if it gets a bigger release or not, or if it'll just end up going to like a Redbox type thing, or like a Netflix, or or where. But it's going to start out on um, video on demand. That's awesome. So, I will I will go see that in a theater in Los Angeles. Well, well, yeah, we got to. I mean, there's probably going to be a handful that are, are going to show it. But, yeah, we'll have to. We'll hype it up. And, wow, April, that's fast. Hopefully. I mean, you know, you never know. It could get pushed back or whatever. But they said that it, it that that's the distribution that it's got 
so far, and we'll kind of see from there. They're entering it in some film festivals and stuff like that, and we'll kind of figure it out and go from there. Dude, but I'm excited to hear some kind of update on it. Dude, that's awesome. How's the other one doing? The other one, I think, is not done. I still, I don't think it's done edited. It's still in yeah. post. Yeah, I still think it's in post. Dude, that's awesome. Well, we thought this year would be the big year for the movies, but sometimes it's got to be a year sometimes later. Sometimes you got to sit, on, gotta the, wait sit on the bench, guys, and uh, <laughs> go in debt, <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Dude, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. I can't wait for people to see it. Yeah, and uh, thank you, man. I appreciate you saying that. I, you know, that mole that I've had on my back that my that Maya and my mom have been the one that me? everyone has told you you need to go to the doctor for months for. Yeah, yeah, they cut that out on Friday of my back, and uh, yeah, I'm still a little bit sore <laughs> from it, and it's been like four days. It's like near my shoulder, so I have kind of strange mobility, and I've done some stand up sets. And the first night that I did it, like the day of, I felt like a robot on stage because I couldn't get that physical. And yeah, I was like, like, I was like, I can't be loose up here. This is crazy. I felt so restricted, and I didn't realize how much I use my arms and move around on stage. Story. Yeah, yeah, that's why I knew you were a real deal when you were telling like, I can't be, I can't be playing bass off. I get hurt. Like, I'm gonna hurt my comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told Justin that like. uh that I, I only play basketball every once in a while because I don't want to get, like, I don't want to tear something or break something, and then I'm out I'm out for months, and then that screws all my shows up and everything. I'm sure you could find a good bit about being in a wheelchair. Oh, man. That's not one that I would. That <laughs> Do I, some, pop some wheelies. That I'd want. I'll tell this story. I, I, I'm thinking about telling it on stage eventually. But uh, on the sign-in sheet, this is a, an L.A. dermatologist's office that I went to, and I've never seen this before, but under the sign sheet where there's legal name and address and phone number and all that stuff, there's a blank that says, what would you like to be called? And I looked at it, and I was just kind of like, hmm. I can put my name like a normal person, but I really don't want to be here, so let's make this entertaining for myself. <laughs> so I wrote down Stardust. On the what would you like to be called? And they had to call me Stardust. They called them. Yeah, name? the rest of the visit they called me Stardust. You didn't laugh and be like, "I'm just messing around." Nope. <laughs> but, <laughs> they they popped around the corner and they're like, uh, "Stardust, the doctor will see you now." And I was just like, "Yes, it's working, <laughs> dude. That's hilarious." No one batted an eye in the thing. No, People well, had to. Right? Well, yeah, the doctor finally at one point she's like, "Yeah, I could tell it was bugging her." Like what why my name was stardust she's like so i have to ask um where does the name <laughs> stardust come from <laughs> and without any hesitation i said it's my scientology name oh so you kept in it <laughs> Dude, I, I kept straight face and she's like oh <laughs> it just killed the conversation <laughs> she's like all right yeah okay yeah and then <laughs> The whole point was like, uh, if for whatever reason I do get bad news about this this mole, a doctor will have to to tell me, Stardust, <laughs> you have cancer. 
So that's like oh. the payoff for for that. Well, it's uh, worth it for that, right? Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> and so you never told him, you just kept it. Yeah, I just kept it. Just like bye. Yeah. Dude, that's what. Also, I feel like that China she would only be in L.A. where people go by different, I know. different I know. names in their legal. I think so too. Hundred percent. Oh Jesus Christ! But yeah, that was my that was my Friday. <laughs> and then and let's see here, what did I do? Um, had some auditions this weekend. I didn't get the cu- the phone call for that Carl's Jr. commercial, guys. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I had a great weekend with my girlfriend Maya. She uh, was a great nurse and babied me. And we went to the the holiday party for DPN. That was this past week, right? Yeah. 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 I got crazy. Yeah, I felt bad. I had to leave, but I had a couple sets and had to get to it. You had to work, too. Had to work. It was so funny because some of the new people there were just like, "I wish I was working more." And I was just like, ugh. Well, that's not ugh. how you should start an introduction. Yeah, like, desperate. Get away. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we wish we were working And also, there's a lot of older people there, and I was just like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be like that old person, old spirit, ever. What do you mean, that old spirit? Like, just like mature, and these are my, this is my husband, and I'm going to talk normal here and not make any crude comments. All right. Come on. That's not going to be us at all. No, I'm going to be the cool. I'm either, it's either depending on how the youth sees me, I'm either going to be the cool older guy or like that really weird, says inappropriate shit older guy. Yeah, society's going to be that guy. Society's going to pick that. It's not going to be me. So it's in your hands, society. <laughs> how you want to view me? Are you excited for the holidays, Justin? Well, when, are you, when do you go back? I go back Christmas Eve. Okay. I go back on the 22nd. So. I am, you know, I'm like, uh, we talked about this before. Are you gonna make, you're going to make your gifts, right? Because I, I don't have any money to buy gifts. I'm like, you know, it's all good. Yeah. That makes me sad. Is, <laughs> <laughs> is I, this is like, I don't, dude, I don't even know. I, I, I'm going to. Yeah, I have to make some kind of gifts or do the classic where my mom writes my name on a gift <laughs> that it's from me and it's not really from me. It's just my name that's on it. Yeah. Man. Just keep believing in me, guys. Give me a little bit Dude, more time. I text my brothers because I've got three of them. And I'm like, hey, is it cool if I don't get you a gift? Just don't get me a gift. I try and do that agreement with as many people as possible. Yeah, I mean... I wish I could do that with multiple family members, but maybe I can make them something. Like for for my girlfriend, I think I'm gonna have to make her something. That's pretty sad. I'm gonna try to get her. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get her some something, but, but I think I'm gonna have to make her something as well. The worst when you make something and then the other person buys you a really nice thing, and you're just like, "Oh, this cost me zero dollars. Oh, thanks for this fifty dollar thing." Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm I'm dude that I'm so ready to go back home though. Oh, this happened. Uh there's a a comedy store <laughs> holiday party on on Sunday at the comedy store. And Ralphie May, I was talking to him and so he he's like, So hey man, uh what happened? Did you get passed? Because he knew I showcased recently. 
Yeah. And I was like, no, I didn't get past. And he's like, what? He's like, how's that possible? <laughs> and I was like, uh, so-and-so got it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm going to talk to Adam right now. <laughs> oh, boy. And, he, and Adam walks by. He's like, hey, shit, dick. I need to talk to you. <laughs> Dude, him and Bobby Lee go around the corner and start yelling at Adam why he didn't pass me. <laughs> and I did not ask for it at yeah. all. And, oh, boy. Uh, other people heard and they were laughing and stuff. And uh, I was like, Adam, I didn't I didn't provoke that at all. I promise. He's like, yeah, I know. You know. Well, yeah, okay. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> There's another year you're going to have to wait. <laughs> but I thought that was uh, funny. At least you know people got your back. No, I appreciate it. I mean, I appreciate it even though I didn't ask for it. It's like, that's nice of them, even if they're joking or whatever. But they were, they were yelling, causes a scene. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. You know what? I just want to get to a point with that. That's that, This is my goal with Hollywood. If it takes me a long time to make it or whatever, that's fine. But if I have so many people, if I have a bunch of people who I respect and are funny that get to me to that point, like for like an SNL audition or something, where mm-hmm. I've just a bunch of people vouching for me, like, why isn't he auditioning for the show? Like, blah, blah. That would be ideal. Yeah. Like getting opportunities just because you have a good like rep or, or whatever around um, town. Like, I don't know. It's all your reputation in this town. It's all the reputation, man. It's important. It's important to have people who, who vouch for you. I mean, that's how you... Eh, I don't know. It's important to believe in yourself, too. Uh, I, I think we both got that. We just need to work <laughs> on... <laughs> well, we both believe in ourselves. But we just need to work on, you know... Uh, I, th- I mean, I think all comedians, we need to work on uh, like ma- making sure that you have a good reputation around town. And I'm not like being that like for political stuff. It's just like being a good person to other people and, and doing the best sets that you can in whatever in crappy environments. Are you going to be the comic that craps on the crowd because they're not the best crowd, or are you going to do the best you can and make the best out of it and be the one guy that turns the crowd because you didn't comment on how bad the room is? Yeah, I hate people that talk shit about other people too. Like Whenever a comic is talking shit about another comic's act or whatever, I'm just like... Oh. Wonder what you say about me, dude. Right? Nine out of ten times, the comics who talk crap on people in the back of the room, they'll go up there and bomb. Nine <laughs> yeah. out of ten times, I've seen it so many times. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I had another real quick story before we get out of here. I sure I hired this lady to uh, to to find me an agent, basically. Yeah, uh, I think I explained it the last time. So, anyways, so I'm like, all right, hey, thanks, thanks for the help. You know, it's not working. You know, I didn't ask her for her money back. And I was like, because she's trying to find me a New York agent. I was like, don't worry about it. Like, thank, thanks for trying. And then she's like, no, I can do it. I'll show you. I promise. And I was like, no, thank you. So then she emails me. She didn't say anything. I was like, all right, it's over. Five days later, she emails me. She's like, this VO agent, which I didn't hire her to do, will wanna wants to meet with you. And I was like, please stop submitting me. We already went over this. Like, thank you. Yeah. She sends me these fucking emails that are like, you're a piece of shit. I don't know where you think you come across as, you know, you look yourself in the mirror. And I wasn't responding. So then, uh, so then what she did is she sent me, kept sending me stuff. And then she started CCing people I knew on the email. And I was just like, 
All right. This lady's psychotic, and I don't know what to do because I wouldn't respond, and now she's texting me. And I'm just like, I just don't want to text her back something mean because then she's going to screenshot it and send it to somebody I know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like. Can you call her? I, she's I've, not going to record a phone call. That's true. I think uh, I think I, actually that's a good, it's a good solution. I haven't been able to find a solution. You just offered me one. <laughs> wow. All right, I'm gonna do that, guys. Yeah, do that. But it's just like stereotypical Hollywood. What the fuck? Like she's power tripping on me right yeah. now. Yeah, dude, I had a director who told me that I would never work again, <laughs> and that he was gonna tell the people at LA Casting that I flaked on him and all this stuff. And then they ended up. This is a casting director, sorry, not director, casting director. And then they ended up hiring me still for the shoot because they like, I told this story a long time ago, but it's just like people try to power trip you all the time out here and you just got to hold your ground. Yeah. Good resolutions. And I did, and I did that gig, made the $200 cash <laughs> off the record, <laughs> was there for only an hour, 45 minutes and left. Boom. And also they couldn't, call, like that's a, such a weird threat to call LA cast people. They don't care about that. Yeah. It's like, ugh. 2015's coming, guys. Yeah. Next week, guys, uh, we'll talk about our goals for mm-hmm. uh, for 2015. We'll do that episode. And then, um, yeah, and then maybe we'll do, I don't know, we'll, we'll figure out if it's just a normal episode for the final one of the year between Jess and I or, um, or what we're going to do. But thank you guys for listening to The Building Years. Uh, we actually, we do have some comments but we will save them for next week <laughs> we forgot i forgot i should have done them at the very beginning but our buddy daniel sampson left a couple comments next week but we'll get to them next week uh at jeremiah stand up on twitter at justin alexio email us at the building years at gmail.com thank you so much for listening anything else justin nah it's raining so my dick's been wet <laughs> <laughs>